Dustin's vinyl. Here's your host, Dustin Schaefer. Anthony, yeah, you still got oh, that yeah. sexy uh, announcer voice. Yeah, I'm working the, on my radio DJ voice. Three packs a day, sexy, <laughs> menthol. I've been smoking <laughs> since this morning. <laughs> Waitress at a bowling alley. I like it. <laughs> it's a good sound for you, bro. I'm yeah. feeling it. I'm feeling it. <laughs> Waitress at a bowling I got your cheese fries. <laughs> <laughs> I do love cheese fries. You ever had, um, what is that, poutine? You ever had that? Oh, yeah. In, in Canada. Canada. Yeah. yeah. It's the big... Every uh, single day that I'm in Canada, I eat poutine. Oh, yeah? <laughs> Poo- poutine. I love poutine. that it sounds like poontang, so you're just like the whole time, you're just like being an, <laughs> a, a fourth grader. <laughs> poontang. <laughs> Do I get some poontang? <laughs> One order of poontang, please. <laughs> No gravy. Um, <laughs> it's just weird and fun. I like it. I like it. Um, all right. You know, it's going to be one of these shows where I just uh, trying to find my energy. I got a monster drink. I say, you know, I quit drinking and doing drugs, but I think this is probably worse for me. I would think this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Pure poison. This is going to take more years off my life than cocaine ever would. But, uh, <laughs> is that what is that? You ever look at yourself in the Zoom? You're like, oh, is that a booger? You're like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's the weirdest concept. This like this, you know, the whole like Zoom era of just yeah. constantly staring at yourself. You know, whenever you're doing some sort of you know show, it's just really bizarre. You know, because it's just you know just constantly staring at your face while you talk is it's like <laughs> it's got some side effects later, man. It's yeah. Like, <laughs> Some sort of like fight club thing where you think you're talking to yourself and it's not you. And I don't know. It's just, I never, I never get used to it. You know, it's like, I don't know. It's a weird thing. Anyway, it's going to be a weird show. So let's just bring in the other weirdos. Let's bring them in. All right, everybody. uh, (laughs) Adam Holtz and Jeffrey Paul. Come on then, guys. Save the show. Save the show. I'm a little off. Right. Too much monster energy. So we got going on here. It's nice to know that you guys got a little bit of putang this weekend. Oh, there we go. And that's a guy that appreciates the word putang right there. Oh, that's the demographic. That's the poontang demographic yeah, right there. Putang. Jeff, had a, Jeff had a truck with poontang killer on the back. It was just... My horn played the Godfather theme. Hilarious. What's up, Adam? You're still on fire. I'll never get yep. used to that that thing you got going on back no, there. That, that vinyl, <laughs> that record on fire. <laughs> you really committed to it. Yeah. Uh, no, I, got, I was going to change it up, but everything else was just too distracting. I had four turntables at one point. Oh, There's, okay. I, I just got to find something uh, something a little bit better, a little bit more subtle. Yeah. All right. I get you a poster or something. We'll uh, get some uh, doing old it. school, you know, yeah. poster you thing get, or something. You're giving out posters Banner? now? I would. Yeah. I'll do posters. You kidding me? Money goes into this show. It never comes back, but I'll put I'll put some more money in. Right. <laughs> yeah. That was that was like three hundred dollars, you know, but I like wow. it. It's kinda it's oh, pretty right. cool. It's, fun. it's pretty cool. Yeah. It's fun. It has different colors. I, I should have got a bigger one though. I think I might get another one that's bigger, but whatever. You know. What are you gonna I'll do? I'll take that one if you want. Yeah. I'll get a big one on that. I'll, I'll He's not going to mail You know what? I'll give Christmas gifts. We'll get shitty Dustin vinyl, like little <laughs> light up things. I mean, I should give you something better for Christmas, but maybe. 
I got this thing that I haven't been able to put up yet. Hey, oh, that's cool. I saw that. I almost got one of those. I'm glad I didn't. I don't like the way it looks. How I do? How's it look lit? I haven't lit it up yet. Oh, and put it. Try it now. Put let's it in your do computer. It. It's see the unveiling. The just unboxing. put it in your uh, USB thing and see what it. Uh, just so you know, podcast people. Jeff is lighting up a on-air sign. Oh no! It's like I have to t- have to take out the <laughs> that he got on Amazon. It lets people know that he's on air. In case you that's the one Fraser Crane wasn't. had. It is the one Fraser Crane had, <laughs> as seen on the hit TV show Fraser. I know a guy used to write for that. All right. <laughs> hey, okay. that's pretty cool. That looks pretty good. But yeah, I think if you fun. put it behind Ooh, you, it might look cool because then you'd be a little. I like it in front of your face. I think yeah, it's great. In front of your yeah. face. <laughs> Just wear it as a necklace. That's cool. All right. That's yeah, not bad. You're legit now, dude. See, that's so much bigger than my little sign. Like you, you I got this light. Okay. It was supposed to just be behind me. You weren't supposed to see it. Oh, that's exciting. <laughs> <laughs> it this doesn't show, say we just, talk, we just talk about our tech. Yeah, yeah, I got right. this thing, and then and then like there's there's my there's my bedroom with my dirty <laughs> clothes. <right there. laughs> oh no! Now this is off. See what happens? Get too crazy. We get too wild, and the show falls apart. Oh, what's up, Jeff? So, uh, Jeff, if you uh, if you don't know, opened a brand new comedy club at the um, at a Holiday Inn space in what part of Pennsylvania? In Grantsville, Pennsylvania, which is just outside of Hershey. Awesome! It's called the Laughing Stock, right? It's called Laughing Stock Comedy Club. Yeah, get get some T-shirts, bro. No way! Yeah, we just had Father's Day, and my son got me a Laughing Stock T-shirt. He oh, that's made up fun. for me for Father's Day. Oh, that's great. He should have made up three more, but whatever. Yeah, what is he doesn't know who we are? Come on, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> no, he doesn't. He's... Well, you thought you were Mike Kaplan for a second, Anthony. <laughs> now he's Mike Kaplan. Yeah, it's better than Neil Brennan. Let's I like Mike. Mike well, Kaplan's a nice person. This is a sweetheart. Yeah. He's a good dude. Been very funny. He is. He is funny. We have him at the club in a, in two weeks. Oh wow. That's great. Look at that. So tell us about the club, man. Talk what's how was the crowds? Like uh, are you excited? Uh, like what's going on? I was I was well, the first night I was probably off the trees, like uptight. You know, it's very hard to worry about your comedy and run a club, you know, and oh, you know, is it? Yeah, I don't know if you know anything about that, Dustin. You know, leave, leave that to me, man. <laughs> wow, that sounds wow. Yeah. That sounds really hard. Yeah, yeah, and, that doesn't sound like any fun at all. Yeah. Fifteen oh years, God. yeah, fifteen years. I did that. Yeah, I'm not even. Which that on my worst enemy. Yeah, the first night I didn't even focus on the comedy. It was about everything else, making sure yeah. the lighting is right. The you know the you know when, when to shut off the light. You know, it was right. Everybody knows what they're supposed to be doing. The servers did great. Yeah, they 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 were awesome. Um, checking people in, people you realize don't read when 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 the sign says doors at seven thirty, show at eight thirty, mm-hmm. and they yeah. show up at seven fifteen, going, you know, are we late? They're like, no, you're an hour <laughs> and fifteen minutes early. You're gonna be sitting in an empty room by yourself. Right. <laughs> yeah, people you know, don't uh, people don't read stuff. Yeah, they don't they don't read, know they're not observant, you know, nothing. They ask insane questions. Yeah. Um, oh my God. It's yeah, and, and you have to be nice to everybody. Sure. Yeah, that's hard. Oh, it yeah. is hard. But you want them to come back, you know. You gotta it's, uh, exactly it's, you wanna, it's family. You gotta, you know, it's like you do the best you can. Um, but yeah, I don't think people pay attention. They can read, they just don't I can, I can read. 
I can read. And, uh, <laughs> but I don't like, I don't pay attention to things like, you know, it's so funny. Sometimes I'll order something in a restaurant and, and I'll order, you know, just, I'll read like the first part of it. And then I get it. And I'm like, Oh, I don't like these. And just cause I didn't read it. I get these things that I didn't know were in the meal or whatever. And all I had to do was just read through and see what it was. But I was like, ah, yeah, it's too much can't. information. Yeah, it, sometimes. Well, sometimes you're just like, ah, I'm not going to read all the details of the, the salad has this and that, you know, I don't know. I think people just, yeah, it's it, we're our brains. We are, we're like, we're, you know, we have nat attention span. We're just like, you know, the age, the, the phones are killing us, man. One of the, one of the one of the nice things that we did, and some of the best people that came to the show, is we are offering free admission to uh, veterans, and you know we we put like a few tickets you know up for them for, to to come out to, just to help us fill out the room and you know, come out and just have a good time and enjoy themselves. And they came out and they were they were great. That's great. I love that. And uh, I do that, too. I uh, do free shows for the veterans, but it really just depends on the war and if I believe in the war that you fought in. (laughs) (laughs) You you have anybody who didn't read the uh, fine print and they were actually veterinarians and they wanted to discount. Veterinarians will let in even for free, too. (laughs) As as a professional courtesy for my wife, okay? (laughs) You got it covered, Anthony. All right. Oh, that's right. She's a vegetarian. Vegetarian. Any vegetarians coming by? It's a tough word. I, Chicken wings. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> well, that's great, man. I'm happy for you. I think it's going to be Thanks. a lot of fun. And yeah, you had Harris Stanton. And who else do you have? And uh, Richie Byrne. Richie Byrne, killers. Those guys, they really, you know, it's that's their wheelhouse, those kind of rooms in Pennsylvania and just because uh, Pennsylvania is not an easy, you know, it's not always an easy place to play. You know, it's like uh, could go mm-hmm. either way. They could be rowdy or they could be, you know, but most Pennsylvania- of the time they're a good time, though. Pennsylvania, I've, I've performed all over Pennsylvania and there's nothing. I mean, you have Pittsburgh and you have Philly. OK, and then everything in between, especially when you start to get to Western Pennsylvania. Yeah. You may as well be like in the Midwest. Well, you are at the beginning of the Midwest. Yeah. But, I mean, it is so it doesn't feel like even close to the same uh, place as Philadelphia. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, and you can't yeah. Believe it's the same state. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's, it's so white. And uh... <laughs> it's so you throw me out of a we did a place called Warriors Mock. Uh, Pennsylvania, which is just outside wow. of you know where uh, Penn State is, right up that yeah. way. You're maybe about 45 minutes from the um, the border of Ohio. If you threw me out of a car, I would be in an episode of Naked and Afraid. There is nothing that you are just like in. You're just in the bush, and I don't mean yeah. that like in Putang. Okay, right. you're in the <laughs> bush. <laughs> Adam like that. Yeah, <laughs> he's from it's Jersey. That's why. <laughs> That's why he likes it. I feel like you'd be naked just to be naked. You'd be like, dude, you don't have to be naked. He'd be like, ah, I just, you know, want to be naked. Maybe twenty years ago. <laughs> oh more. yeah, twenty years ago, Jeff. Oh, that was a nightmare. Twenty so, years ago, taking shit. his shirt off, like at the mall. <laughs> What's up? What's up? <laughs> new maidens out. New maidens out. <laughs> <laughs> Rock and roll. What's up? <laughs> like how Dustin has this perception of me, like I was like butthead. <laughs> we are. We were all kind of buttheads. We were all kind of buttheads. Would you say barf or bark? No, like a you were doing like a Garth voice. 
New Maidens. I don't know. I, <laughs> I can't do whatever. The you guys could jump in and do a character. Jesus, <laughs> instead of criticizing mine. <laughs> hey, that's Anthony. That's yeah. Anthony. That's Anthony Neil Brennan, Mike Kaplan, uh, Kaffer. <laughs> I'm in disguise, so yeah, you can't get like mad it. at me. I know. I can't. I could never get mad at you. You look good, dude. I like that look on you. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Does a girl like it? That's all that matters. Yeah. Is she? I'm just trying it out, you know? Think she See does. what it looks like. You never know. You never know with women. You can just tell by how much energy they give you. He's like, yeah. They're like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, then you yeah. know it's not a good look. <laughs> keep keep searching. Do you like it? If they ask you that. Do you like it? Yeah. <laughs> That's you guys what got any concerts or anything coming up? Nope. No. Yeah, but man, I'm on the lookout. Concert. I'm, um, I, got, I got a concert tomorrow. Where, where are you, you going? going? Do you know Mark Riccadonna? <laughs> yes. No. Yeah, me and uh, Mark Riccadonna are going to see uh, Cinderella, Winger, and John Karabi. Oh, my wow. God. I didn't know that those bands were still playing. They, they are, are, dude. They're good. They're good. <laughs> wow. They're real good. <laughs> Cinderella, though, they have to be done by midnight. That's the thing. You got. Oh. What, they turn into pumpkins? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Then you're that's at a Smashing good. Pumpkins concert, good, which is pretty good cool. stuff, man. That's That'd good be stuff. the way to do it. That'd be the way to do it. You imagine that? And then the pumpkins just come out. Yeah. They come out like at six people that would actually get it. And you're like, oh, no, see? <laughs> and then Anthony's out there explaining it to people. No. It's like Cinderella with pumpkin. <laughs> Anthony, it's very ironic. <laughs> it is ironic. Do you think? Yeah. I, I really I, do think. Yeah, I I have Alice Cooper in September, but I'm trying to get something sooner. I'd I'd like to go to a show. There's that big thing that's happening in LA where it's like ACDC, Guns oh, N' Roses, trip. Power Trip. Yeah, that. You know, I just I'm not even with this Alice Cooper thing. I not a huge fan of stadium concerts, so I don't Agreed. know. You know, nah. I feel like it just Although takes I got away from one on the books <laughs> this year. Adam, you have to be going to something. My God, you go to concerts every day yeah, i have uh he gets the, drunk with the bands every day. <laughs> i used to <laughs> um what do i have coming up i have uh the smile over in uh forest oh. hills oh nice oh nice um i was gonna go lcd just played forest hills this past weekend ah. good. it was raining though but it would be that would be a good show to see um i should i gotta look to see if they're coming in uh, la if they're coming to la i, I would go see them yeah How are you two guys not roommates because he got <laughs> Anthony got married. Yeah, yeah, he, just, he, he just moves. He just moves uh, Adam in. Right. So else <laughs> he comes like his new best pal. Hey, so LCD in the rain does that work? Sorry. No. no, I mean LCD. <laughs> am I? <laughs> oh, this is the cornball show. It's for Father's Day. This is we're doing dad we're doing type dad jokes. jokes. Yeah. All right, I guess we gotta get get. I'd rather just do this the whole show. To be honest with you, way more fun than pretending we know about things. Um, <laughs> today is tribute show. That's where an artist um, is a fan. Usually, it'd be weird if uh, I, mean, I don't know if that's a rapping where somebody does somebody's song. They just hate. That'd be a funny like a hate tribute. That'd be hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> I hate how good it is. Yeah. I bet some bands do. I bet some bands like uh I bet punk bands or something 
they try they do a song they're like oh let's do this fucking song and they like three's company or something and then it's like and then it comes out kind of good and like oh I, we should actually do this <laughs> <laughs> i wonder if that's what uh alien ant farm was doing when they did the uh the michael jackson cover i don't know that, that feels pretty passionate that they love it though you know it just feels yeah. like that's a that's the ultimate tribute that's a great you know great great such song. a great song Great cover. Know, great is it song. a tribute when they're covering the song? Because I think I that's think a different. That's a it. different. That's a different thing. I think. I, I would say covering is different than tribute, because I feel cover is obviously the person's song, and then it's like oh, yeah. you, you know. Well, but there's different intent behind you know because you have like, like um, a band like Me First and the Gimme Gimmies. Okay. They cover a whole bunch of stuff. Mm -hmm. And sometimes they're doing kind of goofy songs as punk songs to okay. maybe make them more, they'll do like something cheesy, you know, like a Tom Jones or something. I don't know, whatever, yeah. whatever they do. Sure. Um, How about, remember but, Ugly Kid Joe covered ugly, Cats, yeah, they covered Cats oh, in the Cradle. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I just always wonder if a cover <laughs> is ironic, you know, like if it's, because you cross genres like that. If you're covering Michael Jackson and you're like a, you know, a, hard rock band is that Ooh, ironic or is it is that ironic or is more that, of a tribute I, th I thought the whole thing was a tribute i think they liked the song i think the video they did play uh pay a little homage to michael jackson they all tried moonwalking the end yeah. ends with like you know th yeah. they did the wrong one instead of doing the lean they kind of did like a thriller more of a tribute <laughs> at the end of it oh yeah, yeah. i mean yeah. also i think it's you know kind of Approaching in on somebody's like you're you're basically it's like you're benefiting from it as well. It's not like I feel like I don't know. Are you benefiting or are you enhancing it or are you bringing okay. this song to a different generation? Uh, I don't know. I've some. I still don't know how. I, I do like some covers. I do. Oh and yeah, I forgot you. You don't like. I don't know. If crazy they did about one more Michael Jackson song, you would have been like, "This is too much." <laughs> well, I remember we covered a Joan Jett album and it was like her biggest That's, album and it was yeah. like six covers on it and it was yeah, like yeah. her debut album or something and we were like, D and then after after that episode I was like, yeah, man, that's not fair. You don't get to get like five covers on your album that just her released. biggest hits are covers. Yeah, all her hits are covers and people yeah. treat her like some sort of punk god because she was in the Runaways or whatever but you're just like, dude, you have that pedigree and you're just but it's always weird doing because covers. I think and she, she got wrote, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame before Pat Benatar. Yeah, well, but I, didn't you know, I think she, Pat deserves it before her, to be honest with you. Didn't God, she write most that. of the Runaway songs? Wasn't she the I, one that was like I the main Lita songwriter? Ford was involved as well. Like yeah, she was, and uh, with a Carrie Cherry. Yeah, Lita Ford was the talent, I think. <clears throat> as far as guitar I mean, I think and all John that stuff. Talented, but I think you you you're right when you're like you you put they put her up on, on such a pedestal where you know most of her albums you look at her big hits more than yeah, half I of them all covers. I love rock and roll. Does she write I, Bad Reputation? She wrote that one, right? No, I don't think oh. so. That's a cover. What uh, Crimson and Clover was Tommy James. That's a huge cover. Yeah. Though, yeah, huge cover. I mean, and she's so good at it. Like when she did the Nirvana songs with the yes. you know with Dave Grohl and everybody, that was phenomenal. Like she was, she destroyed it. I mean, it was beautiful. Like that was a great. She was perfect for that, you know. But I don't know. She would have. She would have thrived in this American Idol like generation <laughs> right. you know it's like <laughs> that's all that is you watch that and you're just like dude just you know the voice and stuff you're just like all right man like, write else. a song dude <laughs> i don't know something hard to write a song right anthony that's all i do
write songs all day long. <laughs> so a tribute is, uh, you know, it's kind of a weird thing, but uh, it's it's also it's a beautiful thing. It's kind of one of those things where you just like, uh, you know, this artist inspired me, you know, and this artist, you know, was a big part of my childhood or something like that. You know, like the Black Keys, they did like a cover thing. And that last album, Delta, what was it called? And uh, Adam Delta. That was great. That, oh, the, the Delta Blues. Delta Creek. It was all the songs that they learned when they were trying to figure out how to play. And they were just like a brand new band and they were trying to come together and, you know, yeah. be professional artists and stuff. And so so that's a that's a cool way covers, you know, are involved. But, you know, I don't know. thing. But then there's just, you know. Let's see. What do we got here? Uh, so I have one tribute album here. Uh, this is Earl Hines, who's a uh, fantastic um, jazz pianist and his tribute to Louis Armstrong. And uh, yeah, and this is when I think it's interesting when you do like, you know, like it's all piano to Louis, you know, Louis songs, but in piano. So it's not like he's singing, you know, what a wonderful world or anything like that. Like he's, you oh, know, yeah. he's just doing piano to, you know, the music of. And so I think that's, uh, that's a cool way to do it. You know, where you're just like, you, you know, and I've, you know, I've heard some stuff like that, you know, where musicians will do instrumentals of like, yes. you know, a whole rock album or something and i think that's kind of cool you like the arrangement changed i do i like yeah. the arrangement changed. different arrangement i don't like people yeah you know like i don't know it's i probably like you know that's it i say i don't like covers and then i'll hear some on a tv show or something i'll be like that's awesome you know but i mean i'll it, it comes and goes but i think if i had an overall statement i would think like you get you get you get maybe two every 10 years and then you, and then you got every 10 years. Yeah, man. 10 years wow. is not a long time in the arts. You know that. How long have you been like doing comedy? Goldfinger's uh, 12 years. version of 99 Luft Balloons? I think I've heard Goldfinger, that. Goldfinger? Yeah, great cover. But 99 holds up. That's the thing. It, some songs don't need covers. And sometimes, you know, I don't know. Like, but then you hear, you hear White Stripes or something. Jolie or something you'd be like all right that brings it makes people revisit the original music which exactly. i think that's cool so if, mm -hmm. the, if long as people like but it takes an artist like you know jack white to make people kind of do that not every artist is doing that i don't think uh you know when um joan jack came out when she was doing you know what's the crimson and clover who's that that's tommy james and the Shondells. Yeah, i don't think people are seeking them out you know like it was just like a different time i think people are a little more savvy to music now so maybe they'll do that but anyway, i don't know they, yeah they may have been uh seeking tommy james out was he okay maybe I don't know. I don't know. this is my new character guy who you know doesn't agree with the group <laughs> <laughs> oh you're just being yourself okay cool all right <laughs> all three of you may be in agreement but not me yeah no you're right i mean I'm on an I, island i think that i've done that even when i wasn't that savvy uh to music <laughs> i think i would do that i would uh i'm trying to think who i did that with there was something i seeked out you know somebody oh i think it was um 
Echo and the Bunnymen did uh, the Lost Boys soundtrack. They did, uh, you know, the Doors song. Uh, People are strange. Oh, oh, and then did. I went. People are strange. And then I seeked out the Doors. More, like I didn't really, you know, it was more my parents' music. And then I remember in high school, I I seeked them out, and then became like a Doors fan off of that cover. So it does happen for sure. Just depends on you know. You know that's in, that's a, such an interesting one because I hate Echo and the Bunnymen, and I hate the Doors, but I like that version and I like that song the way they do it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know why you would hate those bands. I mean, I can hate see them. not not liking them. You don't have like... a bass player. I don't like you. <laughs> but the keyboard player plays There's the bass. There's a lot of music parts. you like that doesn't have a bass player. I guarantee uh, it. I bet there is. You're a bass guy? Come on, dude. You're, I'm, that's, I'm all that's about so the bass. Funny. That's so funny. Well, I get it. I get it. I can barely handle the saxophone in a song, so I get you it. You hate I, saxophone for some reason. I don't reason. hate it. I'm not like Jeff. I hate it, but I love jazz. I mean, my jazz collection is probably my biggest collection, but I'm going to go trumpet over sax every time. Okay, um, yeah, I'm I'm going to go miles, you know, over, you know, Coltrane. Over Coltrane? In wow. a heartbeat. On a heartbeat. I like both. I can't pick. I told, like I told you why thing. we talked about this. I had a roommate at the jazz. It was at the jazz um, new school jazz program. And we were roommates. I was at Parsons in the art program and he was a saxophone player. And we were in this freaking 300 square foot dorm room. And he would just blare this freaking yeah. horn in my face. And it was, so, it doesn't I mean, I, sound it when you're horrible. practicing, it doesn't sound good. I mean, he was in this program, so he was good, but it was just like, oh, it didn't matter how good he was. I mean, it was like, cause he was playing real stuff, but I was just like, ah, let it stop. And he had the, the, what do you call that? The little mute thing. What is that? That you put in it? Oh yeah. The, from the, the plunger. Silencer. What's it called? <laughs> well, sometimes people use a plunger. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think it was a plunger. I think it was like a real thing. <laughs> Whatever you put in there. It the, mutes the sound a little bit. Yeah, yeah, it has a name, though. Anthony should know it. He's the musician. I but, should uh, know it. Yeah. If you would but have anyway. told us plunger, we would have believed it. <laughs> well, sometimes no, people use actual plunger. You, yeah. to you it, can Anthony. use a real plunger. Yeah. If you're playing, like, uptown on the street corner, yeah. maybe. But, yeah. like, these are, like, you know, kids with real stuff. But anyway... It just so I can add certain sounds. I like I like NXS, and they have a lot of saxophone. And uh, but uh, I don't know. I'm not seeking it out. So I'm saying I can only do Coltrane for so long. Like, and he's yeah. one of the best. So it's just I I saw a guy on the subway and when I was still living in New York, and he was playing the saxophone for for money. He came on the on the train. Yeah, and uh, you could tell. Like at first, he was really good. He was uh -huh. doing some some uh, jazzy kind of thing. But he wasn't, I guess he wasn't making enough money. He mm. was not satisfied. So then he started playing really badly, playing mm. all these bad notes and, and making noise. And he goes, uh, he was like, if you, if you guys want me to stop, give me some money. I'll stop. And then this one guy was like, here's five bucks, but you have to leave. And so he grabbed the $5 and he got off the train. That's, and went to the That's amazing. I'm going to start doing that with stand up. I'm just gonna be like, when the crowd doesn't, you know, give me love and be like, all right, just start just reading like Andy Kaufman stuff. Just start yeah. reading a book. Reading or something. Andy Kaufman's transcript yeah. of him reading. No, he read the, uh, he did Gatsby. that one night. He did the Tale of Two Cities. He did. Yeah. Great, I thought it was the Great Gatsby. Great Gatsby. He did both, maybe. I think he did There was a few book nights with Andy yeah. Kaufman. Yeah. <laughs> it, was a, it wasn't one event. <laughs> became it became like his gag. He'd be like, "All right, dude, enough of the books. Are you just gonna he, do a he character?" Punch the crowd. That was his thing. Yeah. yeah.
I mean, that's, I mean, I, whatever. I mean, I, I like, like to do that too. It's abstract and weird. You know, you don't do that, do you, Anthony? Well, I punish the crowd in my own way sometimes. You remember my... Yeah, my but you pl- go in trying to please them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I make an assessment. Staten Staten Island, Anthony. At the beginning of my set, I make way. an assessment. Yeah, I'm no better yeah. than you. I'm the same way. I'll, a lot of times they don't like me, and then I'll just go... Like, if you don't like something edgy I do, then I'll automatically just take you to a place that you did not want to go. And I think that's... <laughs> You know, that's, that's what I do with the weird stuff. Do, yeah, you remember yeah. my plant material? It's oh, ooh, yeah, I use several. it too. It works on the road. Yeah, I got it to work. I got. To, <laughs> you just have to have specific plants. You got to say ivy and fern. Oh yeah, and, yeah, fern. Yeah, and, yeah, you know, jasmine. <laughs> you never had the names of the plants. That's well, what was missing from the joke. That's a good point. I <laughs> never. Listen, we're doing a plant night one night at the club. So if Anthony, you can come in, we'd love to <laughs> okay. have you on. All right, yeah, Anthony will do a plant night, but <laughs> he'll smoke it. That's what he'll do. Ah! That's how you. That's how you get Adam there. That's how you get Adam madness. There. Right. <laughs> Adam. Adam likes that ganja. Adam's like, "What are we talking about today? Can we get to the show? No, we can't. This is a this is a this is, this is a show laid now. back show, baby. Yep. It's a laid back this is show. The show. One more random pool. Uh, this is um, it's a pretty cool app. It's kind of beat up. I I got it. It's like a dollar flea market bin. But this is Ray Charles. Modern sounds and country and Western music. So to me, this is a tribute to country music, you know, and um, in his way. Well, let's let's read them. Uh, Bye bye, love. Uh, You don't know me. I love you so much. Just a little loving. Born to lose. I wonder if that's the uh, Motorhead song. No, it can't be. (laughs) <laughs> he was a big Motorhead fan, I heard. No, 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 no. no. The no, no, no. They, love, uh, no but they Emily might have Brothers? covered him, is what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I wonder if Born to Lose was the uh, a Ray Charles song that they covered. That's what I meant. Are those original Ray Charles songs, or are those country uh, these are covers? are arranged by people. Mm. So it's like Marty uh, Park, uh, Gerald Wilson... Uh, hey, Good Looking. Yeah, that's a... That's like a... That's a Hank Sr., a Hank yeah. Williams song. Oh, okay. Hey, good looking. What you got cooking? Like that's a big. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A Hank Williams song. So can't stop loving you. Great song. Yeah, you. I don't again. know a lot of the uh, country uh, stuff that he did. Not as familiar. Ray Charles. Yeah. Well, if you want to borrow this album, come over. You can <laughs> borrow it. Kind of. You can't up. take it with you. You gotta listen to it. It doesn't stop. That's that's how I get. That's how I make Anthony my friend. It was like, come over and listen to my. Come on over, listen to record. He'd be my friend. That's how I used to get friends as a kid. I'd have toys. You come over and play with my toy, but you you can't take it. You just got to play with it and hang out with me. (laughs) That was the great thing about video games. Exactly, video games. Video games. Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, I had ColecoVision, Ooh, and Coleco. it had the Smurf game, and nobody had it. Oh, yeah. And so I got a lot of friends, a lot of fake friends from that. It's kind of like running a comedy show. You get a lot of fake friends. <laughs> You'll learn, Jeff. <laughs> you get that. Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. You'll learn. You'll learn. <laughs> nice. All Everybody right. Well, that's my random pools. You guys have any? Of course you don't. All right. I, uh, so what do you got? I, I got Is one right here. Check this out. It's not a tribute. It's just. Well, you've it's, covered well, that one almost. before. I was oh. with you when you bought it. It's almost a tribute. No, no. I I was thinking about buying this. I bought the Descendants instead. Oh, and I bought my bad. This, Same artwork. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Similar. I, I bought this later on. Uh, it's almost a tribute, I think, because... So this is uh, a punk band with uh, Keith Morris as the uh, lead singer. He was the original lead singer for Black Flag. And okay. then this band is called Off, 
It's okay. just a different bug spray name. Uh, so kind of, uh, okay. in a way, a tribute <laughs> okay. to Black Flag. Okay. It's the first, uh, first four EPs. Pretty great. Okay. I you like lost it. Jeff about 10 seconds ago. Uh, yeah, as, soon, as soon as I saw the album cover. I judge the uh, Raymond Pettibon. This is Raymond Pettibon, who did the all the artwork for all the Black Flag uh, uh, albums, and mm. he does now. He does the, which is weird because he's Greg Ginn's brother, but he does the artwork for Keith Morris's band. Yeah, Look at the New Year's Eve flyer I just sent you, Anthony. Look at the New Year's yeah. Eve flyer I just sent you. I said the group. <laughs> nice. It was like that's like an original. That they had posted on a thing. That's great. Seven bucks. That's Seven how much your band is worth. Seven bucks, bro. Pennywise, Black Flag, Husker Du. Oh, wow. Husker Du. Uh, you big fan, Jeff? You seem like you're a big fan. No, I wouldn't have gone to that concert at all. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Jeff. I don't like this attitude. I don't like Yelp. Come on, what do you, you don't like Yelp Black Flag? Club and you, you get mean. That's what that's being honest. You gotta like Black Flag. I don't like Black Flag. I like. They had like punk. four different singers. There's got to be somebody like that sang. You don't like no. punk? Impossible. I, love I punk. like punk. I just don't like them. Who do you like? I don't who, like who, punk. Who do you who's like? Who's in this punk? I'm. Tell me, who do you like? I, I, yeah. yeah. It's the Clash is considered punk. I love the Clash. Oh, they are. Okay. Somebody a little they, less known than them. Who do you like? See, mm. you don't like Somebody any hardcore a, punk. A little less mainstream. I don't know. I wasn't a big fan of of hardcore punk. I mean, I like mm. I like the Ramones. I ain't judging, but they're I mean they're they're very mainstream. You know, you gotta remember back in those days. I mean, in, at that time, I really was more into like Zeppelin. I've been on a Zeppelin kick recently. Uh -huh. I loved Sabbath. I love Pink Floyd. I like you know more of like the the hard Hard, hard progressive, you know, you know, soul type of uh, rock and roll. I get okay. it. Okay, you got an Animal House shirt on. I know what you like. Um, but I, uh, <laughs> I like. Yeah, I, I like. I like the same music you like. Um, but I also once in a while I just get tired of something. You know, I I like listening to something I can't hear on the radio. Like something I'm not going to hear. Like I always bring it up. I'm not going to hear on a Rite Aid. So it's like I'm I, gonna hear this on a in a Rite Aid. <laughs> tell you that I've checked. You, you might you might hear it at the ro uh, Rock and Roll Ralphs. Uh, they might have it there. <laughs> Sometimes I request it. I go to Rite Aid. I'm like, you got any off? Yeah, how awesome would that be? That would be They're the like, coolest Rite Aid ever. You could just walk in and be like, hey, can I get a request? From I'm gonna be here about ten minutes. They <laughs> have a DJ. Did you display? <laughs> That's really funny. They should do that. <laughs> Maybe we'll see if they'll do a sketch and like we'll let you the, the oh, right yeah. DJ. That'll be your character, the right DJ. Yes. That'd be really fun. Yes. The role I was born to play. It was. It was. Uh let's start with Adam. What do you got for us today, Adam? What's well, your you tribute? Know, uh, since we uh since you mentioned Husker Du before, I got oh, another Minnesota band from around that same time, the replacements with Ooh, uh, nice. Alex Chilton. And uh and for you know, anybody in the audience that doesn't know their placements, it they're a uh, four a four piece uh, rock punk alternative band out of uh, Minnesota from the eighties. They 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 kind of broke up around ninety ninety one, but they're one of those bands that you know they were either too early or too late. There were there were these underachievers that had you know every albums of theirs is great. They had uh, the songs that could have. You know, could have broken through into the mainstream, but um, you know, they just had 
Uh, I mean, they would do raucous, uh, raucous live shows. They would either be too drunk during them, just play. They, they weren't really pleasing the audience for a lot of their shows. And, you know, they were they were uh, creating the kind of music they wanted to create. Uh, they didn't really play ball too well with um, MTV at the time. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there could have been an alternate reality where the replacements would be as big as R.E.M. And um, they uh, they're also hugely influential, too. And um but, you know, just like uh, bands like, um, you know, in a way, like bands like Velvet Underground, Television and, uh, and this band that they that they. Um, uh, so in this band that they uh, do this tribute song to Alex Chilton, who's a lead singer, a big star. Big star was a huge influence on the replacements. And uh, so Alex Chilton was an idol of Westerberg and uh, and all the other guys. And he actually worked with them on several occasions. So they decided that. Um, you know, Westerberg decided to create this song, um, which almost was this. It kind of makes Alex Chilton to this otherworldly figure on this this song. And uh, it's also kind of a reimagining, like what would have happened if Big Star became uh, big? And in a lot of ways, it's also kind of representative of the replacements, too. Like what would have happened if the replacements became big? I mean, there's lyrics in there, you know, children's by the millions sing for Alex Chilton. Um, it, it's uh, it's a great anthem. You know, this and Bastards of Young are two of the ones that could have, um, you know, been played in an arena. Um, you know, and they're mostly placements more of like a club, a bar kind of band too. Um, but um, the uh, the chorus of it, which is um, uh, "I'm in love," what's that song? "I'm in love with that song" was actually what Westerberg, um, how when Westerberg first met Alex Chilton, that's how he complimented him. He he was, I think he was drunk. He couldn't remember the name of the song he liked from Big Star. But um, this is a, you know, this is a, a, this is one of their more fun songs. It's a great song. It's this, you know, this is a, it's off of Please to Meet Me, which is a great album. And everybody out there on Twitch too would know that this song is off the Rock Band 2, uh, it's in the Rock Band 2 game. So it was one of the bigger songs in that game. <laughs> ah, <laughs> you do what play. it takes, whatever it takes. Right. <laughs> uh, OD, I would love to see that. Oh, next week you got to, you got to do a guitar off with Anthony, but you play your guitar I think I still have this game too. Do you really? Oh, I'll bring so the plastic funny. guitar out. Oh, that'd be hilarious. You guys just have a jam off. Yeah, let's just rock, rock like out together. Crossroads, but you got your plastic guitar. Right. <laughs> the plastic guitar, it. the plastic drums, and the, uh, the, the, the keyboard. They actually had a keyboard too for Oh, it. wow. I love it. Yeah, Replacements are a great band. Uh, this is a good album. I think I bought this album after I bought... What is it? Don't Tell Me? Is that the... The, the, don't tell it? soul don't tell soul that's it yeah i bought that album and then i think i went back and uh this one's before right that's this yeah is, this is before yeah. don't tell soul i think was right after this and then they had okay. uh before this they had tim and uh and let it be i think were the, the other two really big albums oh yeah. yeah and i don't think this band is meant to be huge you know i think they're kind of like uh that's what's cool about them you know yeah. it's like that not everybody loves them, you know. They they didn't get Underrated. an REM U two status, you know. They're just like it's like you're when you're a replacements fan, you feel special. You feel like yep. you you kind of know this band, and a lot of people don't. And I think that's not a bad thing. And they had a good they made a good living. It's not like they were out on the streets and shit, you know. <laughs> like, <Yep. laughs> so but so yeah, so I I like it that they're not huge. I feel, I I think I consider myself kind of replacements of stand up comedy. <laughs> <where it's> like, <laughs> like very if you if you have any sort of like you know cool vibe about you then you might like me but but you know i'm not a mainstream guy so i can relate to that but i 
I like I like this band. This song is great. Um, they were a big part of my high school days. I think that's when I started feeling like I kind of started to know music. Once I started kind of listening to the replacements, I feel like. And then now, if you listen, any band that claims to be some sort of progressive alternative band, I mean, I can always say, oh, you, you know, you got you sound like the replacements. I mean, yeah. it's just like there's so many bands that sound like them. But uh, yeah, we're good. Anthony, uh, can't tell if you're a replacements fan or not. I think we talked about it. I I like them. I don't okay. I don't know all their stuff, but this is a song that I that I knew before. Yeah. I, I didn't know mm-hmm. the the history. I actually did. I know who Big Star is, but I, I guess I didn't know any other names because I didn't make the connection before this. Yeah, that it was a tribute to Big Star, even though he mentions. Big, I can't yeah. understand the lyric. I was I was listening and looking at the lyrics on Apple Music. I yeah. never knew that he shouts out Big Star. Yeah. Well, you um, didn't know that Leonard Skinner <laughs> shouted out. So I didn't know. I didn't know. Like never, yeah. <laughs> never knew. Three seconds in. I thought it was just about Alabama. Uh, and I didn't know what this song was about. But yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, I, I like the replacements. I'd like to get into them more. But uh, but yeah, I'm a fan. Cool. I thought Jeffrey this was cool. Paul. Yeah, um, I think... Adam calling them underachievers is, is pretty accurate. I, they were underachievers. I mean, they basically did the soundtrack for the movie singles. Uh, you know, the movie yeah, that's like, yeah. yeah. Right. Um, and they are legendary in New York City here because they were one of the bands that were banned from Saturday Night Live because of Paul Westerberg's drinking. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh. So, you know, I think that's something that kind of always held them back. But I knew this song. Uh, I liked it. I, I always liked it. I didn't know who Alice Chilton was, though. I thought he was a politician mm-hmm. you know, that they was they were singing about. Um my my problem with, with the the with with the replacements, I always kind of found them to be a little limiting. You know, they're, they're they don't their sound doesn't change too much. I agree. You know, it, it's like it's like you kind of figure out what what, what they are, you know. So I mean, but the song you picked was it was a real good song, and um, you know, yeah, you you would like to have seen if he had gotten his act together, you know, what they could have been. Yeah, I think. Well, that, I think that's yeah. I mean, there's a lot of bands that uh, exactly. you know they that alcohol and drugs and you know what what would have happened yeah I, that would be a that would be a time <laughs> time machine i'd like a time machine experience i'd like to do yeah just come in like and drop smack the heroin out of a hendrix hand just like <laughs> exactly. take all sid the guns Barry. out of kurt's house like mm-hmm. just like give me the smack you know put, put uh, courtney love on a bus and send her somewhere <laughs> like just go back and just like, change all. that'd be really that's a funny sketch too we just go we're a time machine we go and save all these artists <laughs> right. their fucking demise exactly. be like no dude just stop drinking come to a meeting man you'll have you'll be better music you'll be as big as rem <laughs> i don't want to be uh very cool yeah all right uh let's see let's go uh let's go anthony next all right so i picked uh i picked a song by the band corner shop what uh <laughs> what? You're already. I was like, "What? Who? What?" This band, uh, this band Corner Shop, English uh, alternative rock band in the '90s. Uh, the song is called "Brimful of Asha" uh, from the album "When I Was Born for the Seventh Time." Uh, seventh time came out in 1997, and the the song was uh, a single, but the version that was a 
bigger hit was the remix, the Fatboy Slim remix that came out in 1998, mm. which was a huge, uh, huge single. It was number one in the UK and it was top 20 here. Um, and I love both versions. Uh, the, the remix is a, a little faster and it's in a, a slightly higher key. Uh, and it's a, a bit of a different arrangement. Um, in the original version, uh, so anyway, okay, well, let me let me backtrack a little bit. So the song is, is sort of uh, kind of a tribute to the history of uh, film culture in India with mm. the big uh, song and dance numbers uh, in, in the movies. And the the songs in those movies are sung by uh, background singers mostly and the lead actors lip sync the songs. Mm -hmm. So there's uh, a couple of people that are shouted out by name uh, in the original version of the song. In, in both versions, the, the original and the, the Fatboy Slim remix, uh, Asha Bosley is named uh, and she's sung on about 12,000 of these songs in these in these uh, movies. And um, so, and I was also reading, I, I didn't know this until we were picking these songs, but the Indian word Asha means hope. So this song is sort of, uh, the title's almost like a, a play on words where she's like one of the biggest uh, backup background singers for these movies. And uh, the song is about 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 this and also uh vinyl culture where um it's sort of just an escape so this is it's talking about how the 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 45 is a brim full of hope uh and so uh, in the original version of the song there's a kind of a, a i guess a bridge section where he's shouting out all this stuff and he mentions a couple of British record labels, Argo Records and Trojan Records, which I believe is a ska label. So the song is, you know, it's about this film culture in India, and it's also about vinyl culture and just how this is like the, it's the escape from, from real life. You know, you put on the, the record and it uh, takes you away from everyday, everyday life. So that's my uh, that's my that's my my pitch on uh, that was great corner Andy. shop wow. room full of ash. I thought it was Adam for a second. You did so good. <laughs> um, <laughs> is this if this is not the song that the I'm so stupid the uh, Christopher Walken video is it? No, that's no, the, no that's, that's, that's different. Weapon of, of, uh, okay. <laughs> weapon of choice. Weapon of choice. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't expecting all this. This was a lot. Um, yeah, I, I think I liked it. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I, you know when you you listen to the song and then you just like and then you have the show and you're like, did I did I remember that song? <laughs> I know I listened to the playlist, but then I'm like, ah, did it affect me? I don't know. Won't you save me, Jeff? How'd you feel about this? I always this? love this song. Oh, this is easily yeah. one of the most irritating choruses. Uh, oh <laughs> you know, I've been at forty five. Can, can you say forty five enough in a song? Um, and you're no, a dance I, guy, so you should like this song. I, 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 yeah, I, don't, I won't dance to this. this you wouldn't not, dance to not even the remix? No, this, no, this wow. does not make me want to dance. This is not a dance song for me. Uh, no, I, I mean, it's... Oh, man, I, 
I, you love the this. This was one of the best reviews you ever gave. Like you were in. I love this song. Really, Good. Yeah, really I, like I, it. I, I couldn't believe it. Yeah, it was amazing. But I, it, it's just like a different level of of how much I can't stand it, though. <laughs> 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 that's how good you are anthony yes, like, yeah, yes, yeah. That you like it this much i hate it even more now. <laughs> wow I just, don't, I just don't like this song at all i and i knew this song going in yeah, and i was yeah. like and, and then but i wasn't sure it's like when i saw it i was like please don't be it and it, of course it is and i you know i i if you pick the song i'm giving it the full listen and i'm driving i'm just getting fucking aggravated <laughs> as i'm listening to just getting angry i'm like i want to drive to california right now i want to find anthony and, they, and force you now to listen to a john mellencamp album hilarious he lives in koreatown i'll give you his address um doesn't give me up like that anthony i'm giving him up quick he's gotta buy his bar he's gotta buy his korean barbecue first and then you can you know wait i gotta buy you korean on. barbecue and then he's gonna come here and what are you gonna do? You beat I'm me up. You listen to no, yeah, no. That's the mafia it. way. You buy your last meal, buddy. That's how it works. I'm gonna make you listen to John Mellencamp. Oh man, just beat yeah, me up. You listen to American Fool. <laughs> Not even listen to Scarecrow. Uh, Scarecrow. Yeah, you know. Um, hilarious, Adam. Do you yeah, like I this mean, song? Yeah, no, I, I, I like this song. I, um, I hadn't did. heard it in a while. It's one of those, uh. You know, it's one of those kind of oddball 90s songs that only would yep. have existed from like not between 95, like the post grunge uh, yes. 95 to like 98 years, um, you know, along with like primitive radio gods or Len or yeah. uh, uh-huh. uh, or new uh-huh. radicals like those those kind of like, you know, wow, songs, that is a songs. great reference, uh, Adam. That the is exactly. Oh, yeah. What was that song? It was uh, you, you got the you get, get, get what you give. Get what we give. That's what. Yeah. yeah. Great song, um, but yeah, I thought this is a fun. I mean, this is a fun song. I, I, you know, I like the original better song. than the the Fat Boy Slim version. But oh, interesting. No, I love that. I mean, slower. Uh, it, yeah, it's it's a little slower. I actually, I actually love this whole album, it, and it, no other song on the album sounds anything. And who is it? It's a tribute so to again. <laughs> well, the uh, main person that gets. The main person that gets shouted out is named Asha Bosley. Mm-hmm. Who cares about Asha Bosley? She's sung twelve thousand <laughs> yeah, songs cares about in her. these Indian movies. Yeah, uh, Bollywood, right? That's yeah, Bollywood. It? Bollywood. You guys say Bollywood. 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 Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, I did. Uh, all right, I do like a little Bollywood. I like. I like when they dance at the end. It's kind of fun. Yeah. I think we should do that on the show. We should just. <laughs> we should all just do a Bollywood dance routine. I'm surprised that Jeff is not already into since he's so into dancing. I never hear him dancing. talk about Bollywood I'm, movies. Phenomenal. You don't like dancing. Bollywood movies. I like I'm I'm a very he's good like dancer. Brown people. Yeah, I, I'm picking up on that. <laughs> I'm a very good dancer, but I don't like Bollywood either. It's just again <laughs> He didn't deny what I just said. He's like, but I'm not, deal. I just don't like. I'm not denying <laughs> Uh oh, we're making Jay uncomfortable. Sorry, Jay. Um <laughs> All right, well, let's see what you got. You got anything American? What's your choice? Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, but Jeffrey, Jeffrey and I, we ended, we ended pretty American, so I love it. All right, yeah, what okay. do you got there, Jeff? Uh, I'm going to uh, Don McLean's American Pie, and uh, d- what a just song. okay, just a little side note on this. When I, you may not, you may not have a hard time <laughs> understanding this, or or 
visualizing this, Anthony. But when I was a little <laughs> kid, I was a pretty dumb kid. Okay. No. No. Yeah, yeah I was. No. Um, yeah. Th- this guy up the block from me, Danny Cicerelli, told me that his sister Donna wrote the song, and I believed him. Wow. I thought Donna Cicerelli, who lived at, on Armstrong Avenue, wrote American Pie. He told it to me, and I, I was in third grade. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but you got your master's, so you made up for it. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> That's what that was the driving force. Um, but I, I just think this is one of the most incredible songs ever written. It's a song that's really the loss of innocence for, for Don McLean. Um, these musicians were his favorite musicians growing up. Uh, it, it's a tribute to Buddy Holly. Richie Valens and the big bopper who was JP Richardson. And, you know, the famous story is that they died in a plane crash and that's why it's called the day the music died. Um, Mm. But it takes you through how things changed uh, uh, after the day the music died. Um, He becomes very skeptical. Um, He was skeptical about the rising musicians of the time. Mm -hmm. Um, He calls out Bob Dylan in the song and in the song, he refers to him as the jester. You know, uh, he because he, he was comparing uh, Dylan to who he felt the real king of music was at the time, which was Elvis Presley. He kind of uh, he kind of like had a little thing against uh, Dylan because Dylan was wearing James Dean's jacket on his album cover. Um, but the song was. Um, it was almost like a, a he was obsessed with uh, with musicians. The song starts out long time. Long, long time ago, uh, referring to his childhood, listening to music. Uh, a little piece of trivia also when it comes to to, uh, to this. Do you know the song uh, Killing Me Softly? It was a Roberta Flack uh, mm-hmm. hit later on, yeah. the Fugees. Fugees, yeah. Okay. okay, the song, the original song was written by Lori Lieb- Lieberman. Uh, she was a, kind of like a, just like a, a, a California songwriter. Okay. Never made it as, as a, um, a performer on her own, but she wrote a, a lot of these uh, songs. This is one of the big hits. Uh, and that song is about uh, her going to the troubadour, seeing an unknown uh, musician and his music just touched her in a way that she had to start writing down how she felt on a napkin. And the artist she went to go see was Don McLean and not knowing who it was at the time. So I think Don McLean is probably along with Harry Chapin and Jim Croce and mm-hmm. James Taylor just up there with like the great American singer songwriter storytellers. You know, uh, you know Gordon Lightfoot, who we talked about, I think it was last week. Um, he's he's a Canadian, but I mean, I think Don McLean just writes some beautiful songs. I was kind of like I knew I wanted to do a Don McLean song, but I wasn't sure if I wanted to do. American Pie or Vincent, which which was kind of like a tribute to um, Vincent Van Gogh, but um, yeah. So this this was this was my pick uh, of the week. Um, well, I think it's funny that you thought your friend's sister wrote the song. Um, <laughs> I, I I'm being very vulnerable here, and this is why I have you on the show because um, I need guys knowing stuff on the show. But I really thought this song is about Vietnam. Like I didn't even like piece it together. My whole life, I thought it was about Vietnam. This could be the day that we die. What you know, mm-hmm. you just don't. You're not hearing all the details of the lyrics. You're just kind of because there's very big chunks, you know. And the and the melody in this is amazing. Like there's just such a and when it comes on, you can't turn it off. Like that beginning and stuff and that that sound and stuff with the guitar and 
Yeah, I, I just assumed it was about Vietnam. <laughs> I had no idea. I actually learned what the song is about by listening to you just now. I had no wow. idea it was about the plane crash. I mean, I know about the plane crash, but I didn't know what this song was about. Did you know, Anthony? Uh, Did- I didn't know the whole song. I knew that he referenced, because he says uh, the day the but music died. I, I knew what that was, okay. but I didn't know that the whole song was was a, a tribute. I just thought that was one, one piece of it. Yeah, <laughs> I probably song. you know I probably thought it was Vietnam as well. I mean, I it's, feel it's <laughs> in a lot of Vietnam movies. Yeah, you know what I mean, I feel like it's been in something. I was it in Platoon. I don't know. It feels like it was. <laughs> no, it was never in. <laughs> it's never in any movie. It's it never feels, in a war movie. The people used to think it was a war song, but they thought it was it did, about right. Yeah, I but but, but okay. it wasn't Vietnam yeah. they referenced. They thought it was about uh, World War Two. Oh, okay. it was about the bombing of Pearl Harbor, which is nothing about this. Interesting. All right. Hmm. Um, but it's a great song. It's a yeah. beautiful song. It's a, definitely a radio song that you feel like you, you can't turn it. You know, you're like, ah, oh, this song's on. I but gotta, this I was gotta. the thing, Dustin. It, this would have had to be played on album-oriented rock because the single that was played on the radio was pared down. If you bought the 45, yeah. the 45, you know, the song is an over seven-minute song. Mm-hmm. So Three minutes of it was one side, you know, three and a half uh, minutes on three and a half minutes was the other side. So you had to stop oh, this record, okay. turn it over to finish listening to the rest of the song. Oh, that's crazy. Ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> Ray Charles he, did that though with what, uh, what I Say. Ah, okay. That song. What I Say. Great song. He kept saying great it. Song. He kept saying it. Yeah. Kept saying it. Nobody would answer him. So he kept going. <laughs> he said, What I Say. And, and now nobody could tell you're him. You're a big, big fan. Of this song that's not about Vietnam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is a this is one of those classic, you know, American singer songwriter song, one of the all time classics, American singer songwriter uh, songs. And um, you know, it 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 gets a little bit repetitive as it goes on. I mean, I don't know it. it you know, it says full length version, and um, I know Jeff, you were just saying they have to flip over the the forty five to get it to the second part. Was there ever mm-hmm. a shorter version of it, or was this just no, no? Th- there was a radio was, edit. Okay. That would be played like like if back in the day if you were listening to like a New York uh, station like uh, WAMBC, okay, or WABC, <laughs> which, <laughs> which played this type of music. Yeah, it had to be yeah. under four minutes. So, Adam, a, it's too long for you, and you're like a fish fan? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> and I haven't listened to fish in so many years. <laughs> no, no, I, no, there's, I think it's the repetition. I mean, it's, and the same thing happens. Like, I'm a big Dylan fan, but there's a lot of Dylan songs that just feel like it just keeps going and going and going. Um, you know, I think, um, but there's always like, I, I always wonder in that one line where I met a girl who sang the blues, is he referencing Janis Joplin? Yes, he is. Very good. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of, of of that where he's not calling people out by name, like yeah. like uh, you know, like the jester. I don't know if a lot of people actually knew that, mm. and that he kind of had a thing against Dylan because he okay. kind of felt that Dylan was replacing Elvis. Oh yeah. Mm. Well, that's got to remember yeah. this was this was a weird time of music when you when you're talking about that very early sixties. You know, Elvis is pretty much over. He's 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 in the uh, army. The Beatles haven't come to the United States yet. So you haven't gotten the British invasion. So you have this period of music where you had the rat pack that found like their niche that you had Dean Martin and uh, Sinatra had a resurgence. And then you had like Buddy Holly. Buddy Holly, you know, this type of, of, of music. And then in 61 they're gone yeah 
Well, that's kind of how people felt when, you know, Nirvana came along and like Guns N' Roses and, you know, all that was happening. And then people just weren't, you know, it was, it weren't ready for it. I don't know. It was just like such a, what's happening? I want my I, hair I, metal. Yeah, <laughs> I think that, people had just had so much of like the yeah. over the top and the excess and, and the spandex. And, you know, and then all of a sudden you have these guys with just like wearing flannel shirts, you know, yeah. with, with a lot of attitude and you're like people like, what is this? And that really, yeah. that when in, in the book, something about a good time, when it talks about kind of like you start at the end of the book, it gets to the end of that era of music. You were talking about bands like Judas Priest and, and Rat that were playing, you know, 20,000 seat arenas. And then really within a month, couldn't sell out an arena like that. And we're down to playing like 3000 seat mm-hmm. uh, venues. That's crazy. Oh, boo-hoo. 3,000 seat <laughs> venues every night. Tell that to Taylor Swift when she starts playing 3,000 seat. Oh. She's playing 72,000 seat. Yeah. Some video will surface at some point. Um, we're kind of run out of time. And I have the best song of the whole yeah. group. <laughs> Let's come on. Get in. Let's do this. <laughs> All right. We're going to keep it short because we only have a few minutes. Um <clears throat> Yeah, this song is, uh, you know, I think I did it just to make Anthony angry. I think that's why <laughs> I, so, I chose this song. Um, you know, it's funny. It's like people have different levels in their life uh, with Kid Rock. I feel Kid Rock is like certain points in your life. Kid Rock is cool. Certain points in your life. Kid Rock is uh, kind of hip hop. Certain points in your life. Uh, Kid Rock is rock or he's country or whatever. Like there's a lot of layers to Kid Rock or he's just just some psycho that's flipping everybody off. So it's like this weird relationship we all have with Kid Rock where it's just like there's certain times when we kind of liked him and then we didn't and you know whatever or it's either political or it's just you know something else or whatever. So it's like it's he's an interesting study in music because it's like you know, as much as you want to hate him, I guarantee you, I could go back in time and find a place where you probably kind of liked him. And so it's like a weird thing with Kid Rock, where I feel like the, he's just like this secret. We're all like we act like we hate him all the time. But then once in a while, there's a few songs. Now, this song is an ultimate tribute song. It has the sample uh, in it. So which, uh, you know, Anthony was talking about the werewolves. Um but Leonard Skinner did it first. I don't even know what the controversy is on the actual uh, riff itself. The Leonard Skinner from Sweet Home Alabama. But apparently that was earlier. It was 74. So it's I say it's theirs. But um, as I'm looking it up, there's a lot of werewolves of London references to it. Mm-hmm. But I think it's it. Uh, this Leonard Skinner owns it. And so uh, Sweet Home Alabama was a song we all grew up with. I covered it last week. It's a song that it's dear to a lot of people and what it means and kind of the vibe of the music. And so this song, All Summer Long by Kid Rock, uh, released in 2008, is the third single from his studio album, Rock and Roll Jesus. Uh, oh it's inspired God. by Bob Seger's song, <laughs> Night Moves. And uh, and then it just kind of like, you know, uh, kind of becomes this tribute thing. And I think it's great for a certain group of people that, love this kind of music and that's the thing it's like you go to a monster truck rally you're not talking coltrane and miles davis there you know what i mean like that's it's a different vibe of people and this is why there's so much unit not there's so much division in the world because people don't appreciate what other people appreciate but let me tell you something there's a certain group of people 
they have their koozies, they got their American flag bikinis, and they got their bass boats, and they got their their Coors Light and whatever, and they're having a good time, and they're enjoying this song. And I love the chorus, the way it goes, where it's just like, you know, all night long, and making love in the back, and talking mm-hmm. about the good old days, and, you know, how things were. And then Sweet Home Alabama is kind of a, a song that, you know, that one would play in that time of your life, and... 78 or not 82 or whatever mm-hmm. the whatever time you want to reference and so i enjoy this song i don't think it's a great song by any means am i saying this is some sort of masterpiece that's not what i do here sometimes i like to cover songs that i kind of like but i think it far as a tribute i don't get more tribute than this song and so i feel like he does a great job embracing what leonard skinner is and what a good time is and uh, and why you can listen to this song and enjoy it. Whether you like Kid Rock or not, I think this is a perfect tribute mm-hmm. song. I think, Jeff, uh, I'll go to you before I go to Anthony. What do you think? <laughs> no, I, 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 I think, I, actually, I think you're kind of underselling it here. I okay. think it's a, okay. I love it. I think it's a great song. It's the, to me, it's one of the ultimate summer songs. It, you know, this really gets you in the mood for summer. You could see, like, you know, having a barbecue, having people over, you're either by the lake or by your pool, blasting this song, having a good time. Like you said, I'm glad you said Coors Light and not uh, Bud Lights. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, it is. And, and listen, and you can shake your head all you want. It's it's undeniable. It's a gr- It is a great, great song. I love Kid Rock. <laughs> I love this. I love this song. Man. It really get, it gets you in the mood. It, you're right. It it brings it back to, to the day and 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 driving cars and, and girl and like you're not worried about the politics in the world. You're not worried yeah. about the bullshit. It's yeah. just man, just drinking beer, just, getting laid, yeah. going to the exactly. lake. Exactly. Yeah, that's all I it mean, is. Life is yeah. so simple. Yeah. I mean, it's hanging out there in the Jersey. It could be the Jersey Shore. It mm-hmm. could be an, an Alabama lake. It could be anywhere and you could relate to the song i think it's a great song i was i you know i i was i was i had to double check that you actually picked this yeah. <laughs> i didn't think you would pick yeah, i used to wear rock a kid song. rock shirt man i like kid rock yeah so the thing, do I. there's a time I, I think politics ruin most artists i think they Agreed. ruined uh ted nugent they ruined uh bono they were you know there's just so many you know so on both sides and those are both opposite sides and i think um you know, <laughs> I just like to Bono keep it about the music. Opposite, yeah. <laughs> no, but he's right though. He's a hundred percent right. I don't want to. I don't want to hear Bono preach. At least Kid Rock didn't force his album on my right. iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> you really have a problem with that. At least he didn't do that. A whole album. Um, Adam, what do you think about this album? This song. Sorry. Oh, I think it's a great song. I think it's uh, like Jeff said. It's it's kind of like the the ultimate embodiment of nostalgia. I mean, you there's you know all of us have that kind of we all, we all have that experience from the bottle, right? Drinking whiskey from the bottle, and you know it's, whiskey from the bottle. It's kind of like um, Brian Adams' <laughs> Summer '69. You know, it's it's um, right, right. It could be a different. You could be from a different decade. You could be from a different area, but it all it's all yeah. the same experience. And, you know, all you have to change in here is listening to Sweet Home Alabama. You could substitute any song in there. And it is a perfect summer song. And um, I, think I think that riff also... makes the song, though. I think Absolutely. it's perfect. Yeah. I think it's perfect in this song. I don't know if any other uh, piece of music would would work as well, because when you put in that song, you think Leonard Skinner, you th- like yeah. the whole world is painted for you. So I don't know. I think it's I think it's a perfect song for this. I think I mean, um, you can, you know, ACDC or something maybe, but I think this, this really seems to work. Right. 
Right. I was saying more for just like sub substituting out the name of the song, but yeah, it could oh, be. Oh, okay. I thought you be, meant uh, the actual riff. No, or whatever. no. I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. I think oh, the riff. Yeah. I think that would. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like wet leg wouldn't work here. Right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> listening to uh, <laughs> Jay's Lounge all summer yeah, long. No, Jay's Lounge. No, but you're right. It, it, it <laughs> wouldn't have been not. as successful as a song. Right. Yeah. I think also, um, and I, I didn't realize the song was 2007. I think there's some shades of. Um, uh, another uh, southern act, southern rock act, uh, drive by truckers in this, and I think Kid oh, Rock great. sounds a lot like um, uh, Patterson Hood in this, and okay. I think it's that it works. I think they have some. I mean, they're you know both kind of political, political bands on different you know different spectrums, but um, but it, you know there is that kind of um, fun southern rock in this. Very cool. All right, folks, that's all the time we have. And- <laughs> 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 all right negative nancy what do you got what do you got, what do you got buddy Wait, patiently. Right. well first i'll say when i was in whatever it was sixth or seventh grade whenever okay i bought the ba with a ba album there you go that's what i'm it's saying great. that's what i'm saying that's i had the saying. album there you uh, go i knew it <laughs> I feel, yeah. I mean, who didn't like Bob Widow? I was twelve or whatever. It doesn't it was. matter. I, you know, my name is. I was Kaffer. drinking a lot. I was drinking a lot when I was listening to it, so it doesn't yeah. matter. It's all. The, I was like a twelve-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> this song. I mean, I guess this song makes you want to tap the Rockies. Sure. Why there not? you go. Uh, there you go. If, uh, if a song was a beer commercial, <laughs> this would be the song. I agree. I agree. Uh, I for me. So you know, he wasn't really chiming in so much on politics at this point so i yeah. i yeah. was pretty neutral in my uh in how i felt about kid rock at this point when it when it came out uh i feel like you know it's it's a catchy song whatever it's it's fine i i feel like this maybe was the point where his stuff started to get a little more lame like this I agree. was the a little bit, i know what you're saying i know what yeah. you're saying a little more like forced in the sense of trying to get a hit as opposed to yeah this is his last album was like, you know, F everybody and stuff. Yeah, it was a little much. I think it was like a little forced as opposed to because that what, first album was great. First, remember, he did um, American Badass. And I that, that might have been the follow up to and that was the, the Metallica, riff. which is the one with Cowboy on it. That's the, um, the one with see, what is it, Devil Without a Cause? Is that the Devil Without a Cause? Yeah. That's a good album, dude. I'm sorry. That's. A- <laughs> I think yeah, the follow-up was American Badass. That's good, too. His first three are pretty good, and then it gets a little, you know. This is, yeah, he, uh, was, he was grasping with this yeah. one, but this, I, I don't know. I don't. I didn't listen to the whole album of, of this, but th- this song was fine. You know, it's a catchy little... Uh, it's kind of a party song, a nostalgia yeah. uh, party song. Uh, it's fine. Yeah, I don't. Any, I, I wouldn't put it on now, with no. how much I don't like him as a person. Well, but, that's why I picked it because I wanted. I just want to force you to listen to it. I love doing that. <laughs> <laughs> the last thing Anthony wanted to do last Thursday was that to listen to a Kid Rock song. So that's great. <laughs> Anthony's that's, driving that's along. He has show. to play this in his, in, outside, right? Jeff yeah. has to listen to Wet Sprocket or whatever that is. Wet Leg. Wet Leg. Wet Sprocket. You got to listen to Kid Rock once in a while. That's how it works. Bruce Springsteen, whatever. That's how it works. That's how the show, you know, keeps its... Uh. All right. Yeah. Well, that was good. That was a little. That was better Honestly. than I thought. I thought Anthony was really going to go in hard, but he. Um, but I knew everybody's. We all have a place. That's why I opened it like that. We all have a place where Kid it's Rock's a great there somewhere. Undeniable song, man. It's a really <laughs> yeah. good one. 
It is, it, you know, it's it's a perfect song for what it's supposed to be. Like exactly. It's, you know, oh, yeah. it's it it hits it hits the mark. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, this song was like I think they said they played it at WrestleMania. Like, oh wow, <laughs> I didn't think that's, of it as a WrestleMania. Wow, that is exact audience. Yeah, yeah. Right. It's People a, it's aren't a, drinking champagne listening to this song. It's yeah. a perfect song for somebody like Kid Rock to do. Also, it perfectly. I mean, it's his whole image. Yeah, it is, it is one of the first songs, actually, um, it uh, is a crossover to country radio. So they mm. were playing it on, like, full country stations. And so that ah, was his so first crossover. So he was crossover. literally grasping for, so he was like, I need a hit. I need to stay relevant. Let me switch to the country. Because you could be, yeah. that's where he the money is, right? The country music market. He was doing that already. You know, he was doing songs that was sounded like he did covers, like Bad Company and stuff. Yeah. Like, didn't he do Feel Like Making Love or something? Is that Bad Company oh, yeah. or... Yeah, yeah, that is a bad company song. Yeah, but, he did that. Uh, Anthony, that was one of his big do covers. that all the time. Bowie did that with Let's Dance. He yeah. Came, yeah. he wanted to come come out with a real big pop hit. Yeah, and he did. Nothing it's, wrong. I with mean, that. it's not unique to Kid Rock. It's just what he. Yeah. It's what I noticed I mean, he was starting to do at this point. If whatever he had done re- ran its course, there was not going to be a Ba with the Ba too. Uh, it's you know, a he, to make a sequel to. Yes. He, <laughs> so he had to he had to figure out. What was next? This was what was next. I just, I didn't like it as much, but it was really good at doing what it intended to do as a song. Yeah. All right. That was, you know, that's very high class to you, Anthony. I'm, I'm very impressed <laughs> just to with you today. like Kid Rock. I'm impressed with Anthony today. He had a, <laughs> an exceptional summary of his of his song, and he didn't know any any. You know, he was very rounded about his Kid Rock. Uh, you know, it was nice. He went both. He I, loves I was Kid Rock. Is why really it, grown it, today, I, Anthony. You've yes, grown. That's what I got out of it. <laughs> yeah. You're a Kid Rock fan. I'm a kid. <laughs> he admitted it. Twelve years old, which, but that's the thing. Old. That's that's the thing. Even though it's twelve years old, that's like those bands are hard to leave you. Even when they're you know crazy or you know whatever later in mm-hmm. life, it's like that's an impressionable. Like Twisted Sisters, that for me. Like they're they're my twelve year old band. Like it's a, you know, it's it's just they were all over my wall. Like it was just a big deal. You know, and that music yeah. will always stay with you. Yeah, I mean. When I hear it, I realize they it, it's not very good, but I, it could have been they. That's a particular band that definitely should have had a better producer involved and just well, their second you album killed. Yeah. you know the, the follow up to, to stay hungry. Yeah, was that they should have stayed hungry. Leader of the pack. Oh my god! Worst, oh, that was bad. Worst lead single off an album ever. Wow, that's really bad. Leader of the pack. That is brutal. Maybe like a Warriors thing. I don't know what's going on. That album is like I don't know what's happening. All right, everybody. Thank you so much uh, for listening to our tribute episode. Uh, very exciting. Very fun seeing everybody. And please follow us on YouTube. And keep following us on uh, Twitch Comedy Hub. We love you guys. Woo!